You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? How are you? You're listening to Karen, accentuating the positive. We're going to be talking with a gorgeous woman called Natasha Howie. She's got a, a fabulous story. She's the CEO of Concern Foundation, which helps educate and empower children in Pakistan. There's a beautiful woman called Iram who has started the foundation in Pakistan, who I spoke to on Skype the other day, and we're going to talk all about that with Natasha. Hello, Natasha. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Great, darling. So great to talk with you on radio. Now, Natasha is the CEO of the Concern Foundation. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And the Concern uh-huh. Foundation is a charity set up to empower and educate children. Do you want to enlighten us a bit more about it? Yeah. So basically, it's a foundation in Pakistan and I came across it from a client of mine said, oh, you know, I'm helping out a charity in Pakistan. Would you mind building a website, donating a website because I have a digital marketing agency. And through that process, I found out what they did. And uh, the lady who runs it, um, it's her heart and soul, her name's Iram Nafiz, and she's just the most inspiring woman. And she's just off her own bat decided that she would set up a school and educate children just because she's had the gift of education and she's a teacher herself. So she takes children off the slave labor fields and educates them and educates women and uh, in Pakistan that's not looked kindly upon but she does it and um, off her own bat it's re- she's a really brave amazing woman look it's absolutely it's brave to do it in a country like ours where we've got the resources I mean to do yeah. something like that to try and make a difference it would seem seemingly easy in this country compared to trying to do it over there because not only are the resources not there as much but then there's this whole belief system that girls particularly are not really yeah. worth being educated you know absolutely That's that's exactly right. And there are reverberations for Iram and her husband, but, you know, they press on and she's just so passionate about about doing it and the kids love the education and, uh, yeah, it's it's just a wonderful charity to support because... Um, all of the yeah, money yeah. goes to the kids. All of the money goes to the kids, yeah. So we all, uh, so there's a, a team in Australia, myself and, and lots of supporters, and we just send money over and... Uh, yeah, 100% goes to the children. There's no advertising, nothing. So yeah. really and how nice. long ago did she start the foundation? Uh, she started it about four years ago. Okay, and, about four years uh, ago. Yes. And, yeah. and you were telling me on the phone the other day that they've built a school because obviously when she started it, she started from grassroots. What amazes me is why she didn't go to someone like World Vision or some of the big organisations and say, you know, I want to do this, can you help me do it? Because she, she didn't do that. She just started it off her own bat. Yeah, yeah, she just saw the need and and just filled it, you know, fulfilled it through her own resources and then and then got helpers. So, yeah, which is which is really lovely because you know, the supporters here get to benefit from it really greatly because we get to connect with the children through Skype and um, you know, on on our birthdays, the kids make us cake and and sing happy birthday and there's about one or 200 children doing that. So, it's a <laughs> A really beautiful experience. Yeah. So how did she get the school built? How did she make it happen? Well, initially she was just having the school on on the floor, so just uh, literally in you know on the floor outside, 
right. in terrible weather conditions, uh-huh. so really extreme heat and extreme cold conditions. And then, um, you know, we, we actually just rented a place last year so um, so the kids could have somewhere warm and in the cold weather and cool in summer. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I know one of the you know one of the reasons when you don't go to the big charities is that you know those big charities become so big and the administration costs and paying wages become so overwhelming that the money that you give to these charities like 80% of the money goes into running the charity and not to exactly. actually helping the people that they're trying to help which is kind of crazy but that's just big business. So when these smaller charities come along like people like Iram and, and yourself obviously most most of the money goes towards the children and what they need, which is fantastic. Yeah, 100%. And it's also different because you actually get a connection. So, you know, it's it's um, a wonderful thing in, in Australia that we give. We, you know, we're very charitable people. So, we, yep. you know, we give money. Yeah. But it's also, it's a, it's, it's a different dimension when you give your time and your love and your kindness. And, and for me personally, I've experienced that coming back to me tenfold. Yeah, so you, have, I, you were telling me, do you want to share your personal story about having that come back? Because I know with other charities, you can also contact the kids somewhat. I remember I was giving to World Vision for years, since I was 18 actually, and they introduced a way to talk to the children, but it was very limited, very, very limited. And there was all sorts of rules and regulations about what you could say. And, and then, yeah, it was uh, interesting. But here with this charity, you can just get on Skype and talk to them yeah. anytime. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's really lovely, and I uh, I have events where I raise money, and and the kids love to come to events because they get to sing and dance, and it's just wonderful. And everybody, you know, they get to see everybody in the audience because we, you know, it's a two way Skype, so they just love seeing everybody, and it's it's a really nice thing. But uh, yeah, I had a uh, an experience last year where I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Yep. And um, it was quite a shock for me because nobody in my family had ever, you know, both sides, mum and dad, nev- no one had had a history of cancer at all. And, and I'm a very healthy person and, and, you know, sort of I never expected that. And the support that they gave me, so they, they said prayers and they fasted and they, they rang me nearly every day and, you know, just texted me through Viber and, just made sure I was okay and just their love and I felt, literally felt their love and support and it just really got me got me through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that story. It tears me up every time. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I, 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 it's almost I can't even believe it, you know, yeah. how much support yeah. the, the, the children gave me when I went through that. It's just incredible. So I, I actually, I feel like I've received so much more from those children than, than I've given yeah. So, yeah. And I, I, th- I think people find that, you know, it's just it, it's just such a, a two-way street because these people are, are really generous of heart, very, very kind. So, yeah, oh, it's lovely. It's, it's gorgeous. Well, stay on the line. You've got more things to tell us because Natasha is a pretty amazing person and she's got an incredible story because I wanted to ask you how you got into doing what you do because she, you're doing all sorts of amazing things. But I'm going to play a bit of a song first and then we're going to come back and have more of a chat with Natasha. Lovely. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 